0: This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I'm pleased to welcome Jeff Franklin. He's Chief Information Security Officer for the state of Iowa. Thanks, Jeff, for taking time to chat. Thank you. Take a few moments and tell us about how IT security is governed in Iowa.
1: The state of Iowa, like many states, is moving from a federated environment to a consolidated environment. Last legislative session, the legislature mandated that we consolidate our infrastructure services and our security services. That was done primarily in response to the national and the budget uh, pressures and financial pressures that states are facing, in addition to the security challenges I think states are facing.
0: Explain a little bit of the process of going to a federated model.
1: So we have an IT redesign committee that was formed and kind of the areas, the target that we wanted to target and the consolidation effort were jointly decided on by interpreting the language from the legislature, but also with all the agency CIOs. Our primary consolidation target that we're working on most actively is our email consolidation. Uh, the state of Iowa had 23 some email systems and we've reduced it now down to I think roughly half half of that now, and we have some specific timelines to do that. Other areas we're looking at consolidating our target server consolidation, desktop virtualization is being looked at. Each of the core functions of infrastructure and then security included in that.
0: At the moment, in your structure, who does the CiSO oversee, what authorities the CiSO have, What agencies have their own information security officers? And how would that change the way people do their jobs under the move to a federated model?
1: The key change for us is that the CIO will be appointed by the governor. That's a change that's in the legislature. And so the CIO will be the key driving force for security initiatives, infrastructure initiatives, and and anything dealing with those consolidation efforts. From a security standpoint, we have about half a dozen dedicated information security officers. They're typically in our larger agencies like human services, DOT, the revenue department. And then we have a central information security office as well, and we provide a various number of functions. Our primary role right now is more of a governance role. My responsibilities typically rely around policy setting, setting baseline standards, setting policy at a higher level, and then Those are minimum standards that we set. Specific, you know, agency may have specific federal guidelines that they have to follow and requirements that they have to follow. And so they certainly can set more stringent restrictions for the specific to their agency. Changes as a result of that uh, consolidation, we will still need specialists in those areas. I don't know what the reporting structure will look like. That will be up to our new CIO. We'll still push for new initiatives on an enterprise level. Uh, We have several initiatives underway already, and so I I would anticipate that they would gather more steam under a consolidated environment.
0: Would you expect that your post would be more hands-on, at least within some agencies, maybe some of the smaller agencies?
1: I do. Right now, we're primarily a policy-setting agency and uh, overseeing risk assessments, but I see that the ISO will be more operational in its nature. I see that we'll be providing more technical services, such as forensics and web application scanning.
0: I know one of your concerns is risk management, and I understand Iowa just received a grant from the Department of Homeland Security to explore ways to improve risk management. First off, let's talk a little about why risk management is such an important element of IT security to Iowa, as well as we hear from other states as well. And then let's talk a little about this grant and how it's being approached and what does this mean for Iowa?
1: You know, I think that's the biggest change in the information security field that we're seeing. Typically, the staff that you get in an information security office are technical and they're IT, and they need to have that understanding and those abilities. But we're moving our focus from a technology focus more to a risk management framework and risk management approach. We really need to speak the language of business and focus more on the language of business and less on the language of IT. And that involves risk management. When you're strapped with resources and strapped in your budget, you really need to target those resources to your most critical systems. Blanket systems can be difficult to implement. They're time-consuming, and they may not meet the needs of the business. Specific to our Homeland Security grants, what we were looking at, we've been performing risk assessments for the last four years been an interesting trend. We use the ISO 27,000 series process, and we have noticed that each year agencies do improve, but we have kind of starting to level out. And so it seems like in those risk assessments, the low-hanging fruit has been taken care of, the high-risk items are taken care of, and those are addressed. And so really, we're in an organizational maturity phase, I believe, where we go from that ISO series and we complement that with more technical components. And so what we're looking at is the continu- a continuous monitoring or continuous vulnerability system, vulnerability management system. We approached Homeland Security for a grant to pilot a system and this was in partnership with well, Iowa State University, the City of Des Moines and Cerro Gordo County and the State of Iowa in order to put in a system that is, will continually monitor our networks, continually monitor our web apps and our servers. The problem that we run into right now is that we have prevent tests and vulnerability tests are done more of an ad hoc basis and as requested basis. When we get that information back, that's excellent information to have. It helps us target where we want to resolve it, target our resources to resolve those problems. But it's only as good as that point in time. And so the goal of that system and the goal of the grant is to put a solution in place that can continually monitor uh, or routinely monitor whatever we want to monitor. And so if we want to scan a web application and do that on a regular basis once a month or twice a month, we can do that. We can set the parameters to do that. If we want to scan a, set, a subnet of computers and PCs on a certain time interval, we can do that as well. And so what we get out of that is is more real-time reporting and more consistent reporting. And that's beneficial across not just a few agencies, but it, that would benefit the enterprise as a whole. It also creates a common language that now all agencies are running all the same vulnerability management system. And so now we can see not just how does agency A compare to agency B, but also what challenges did agency A find and how did they fix that problem that maybe agency B has as well.
0: With this grant, how is the structure of this this collaboration with these other organizations working? I mean, what are you actually looking at? Are you looking to develop specific processes? Or are you looking into specific kinds of technologies? How do you work with one another?
1: I have the benefit of coming from the city of Des Moines, and so I had a relationship built already with the city of Des Moines and knowledge of their IT department. You know, I reached out to our, the CIO there, I knew that was the need that they had as well. We will be looking at how to best implement this, what's best for the city of Des Moines and what's best for the state of Iowa. We have a common problem, and the common problem is that we have inconsistent monitoring of our networks when it comes to a solution in place that is continually looking for vulnerabilities. They need to be able to manage it somewhat granularly as, as we need to manage it in a granular fashion. When we're looking for solutions, and I know there are solutions out there on the market I think what we'll be able to do is similar to what Minnesota has done and been successful at, and that's partner with universities or city or county orgs and be able to provide them a solution and a tool that will reduce their risk.
0: With this grant, how, how much was it and how long do so you hope to have some results from that? Uh,
1: the grant was uh, roughly $300,000. There will probably be enough to pilot between the state, a couple cities, and a couple counties in the university to see if this partnership and collaboration will work.
0: And how long do you think that would take before you find that out?
1: I tend to be an optimist. And so my optimistic side says a year, but my realist side says probably a year and a half to two. Uh, By the time we get it in place, get it tested, and get the processes in place and try them out. The benefit that we have is depending on the solution we pick. I know uh, Minnesota has been through this process, and we've built a pretty decent relationship with them and and looking at how they went about implementing it. We're going to draw as much as we can from them.
0: Could there be any kind of consolidation of systems beyond the state into the cities and counties and universities, or are there some elements of that because everybody's facing some budgetary problems? There's
1: always that possibility. Our administrative services department is as a service provider, our infrastructure, and so if a city or county uh, didn't, no longer wanted to provide uh, their email service, they could reach out to state government and we could offer them that service. We've done that in the past, and this would be another great example of
0: that partnership. Thanks again.
1: I appreciate your time and interest in the state of Iowa.
0: I've been speaking with Jeff Franklin, Chief Information Security Officer for the state of Iowa. I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.